It's Tuesday, September 25, 2012. If the Republicans take over the Senate, Jim Inhofe would become the person who would be in charge of the committee that oversees the Environmental Protection Agency. Elizabeth Warren's Senate campaign about more than Cherokee heritage. Breaking news, study shows Fox News misleads on climate. Also, sun rises in East. Plus, spokesman for the chemical industry, Dr. Robert White Stevens. The major claims in Miss Rachel Carson's book, Silent Spring, are gross distortions of the actual facts. Marking major milestones, Silent Spring, and saving the planet by saving the ozone layer. All of those strange accents and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. He is going to export millions of jobs to China by destroying low-cost electricity in this country for no environmental benefit. Oh, is someone's feelings hurt that their dirty coal isn't selling anymore, Murray Energy CEO Robert Murray? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, this guy, Robert Murray of Murray Energy, the CEO, is unbelievable what he was saying in his rant today on Fox News. Here's a little bit more. This man is destroying the economy of the United States of America just to placate his constituents in the radical environmental movement, unionists, elitists, and so forth. And so forth. Yeah, pay no attention to the hundreds of thousands of lives that are saved each year by air pollution regulations that pull back toxic coal. This is the same guy who actually mandated but didn't force, that's his own quote, yeah. uh, his own workers to take a day off of work to be a backdrop for a Mitt Romney uh, campaign commercial. Without pay. Slave labor and this guy's worried about destroying the economy. Good Lord. All right. What what do you have for us back in the world of reality, Desi Doyen? Oh, well, not sure how much reality can be found in this election season. But in the Massachusetts Senate race debate last week, Republican Senator Scott Brown acknowledged he believes the science on climate change mostly, but still supports billions in taxpayer oil subsidies. Can we start calling those entitlements? <laughs> Good idea. Yes, we should. Meanwhile, his Democratic challenger, Elizabeth Warren, says that money should go to build America's clean energy industry. She also notes it's about more than just Massachusetts. In fact, it's about control of the Senate and putting Republican Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma in charge of the Senate Environment Committee. He's a man who has called global warming a hoax. In fact, that's the title of his book. A man like that should not be in charge of the Environmental Protection Agency overseeing their work. And Senator Inhofe even attacks the U.S. military for its research into alternative energy. Why does Jim Inhofe hate our troops? Strong positions on climate change science appeal to voters, too. A new poll shows that the small segment of undecided voters, about 7 to 10 percent of likely voters, say they want to hear the candidates talk more about climate change and clean energy. The new poll from the Yale Project on Climate Communication indicates a majority of undecided voters actually agree with the scientific consensus, suggesting that a candidate's position on climate change could be a decisive issue in these races. 
but not if voters can't get accurate information on climate issues. We are talking about climate change. Is it settled science? Of course it's not uh, settled science. It's deep, deep in dispute. Surprise! The biggest liars about climate on the media are Fox News Channel and The Wall Street Journal, both owned by Rupert Murdoch. A new study from the Union of Concerned Scientists examined coverage of climate change at Fox News and The Wall Street Journal over a six-month period and found that Fox News misleads its viewers on climate change 93% of the time, (laughs) while The Wall Street Journal misleads over 80% of the time. Finally, Sunday marked the 25th anniversary of the first-ever global climate treaty that actually saved the world, the 1987 Montreal Protocol that phased out the use of chlorofluorocarbons, or CFCs, in air conditioning and aerosols. Chemical industry giants like Dow and DuPont claimed a phase-out of CFCs would cause economic Armageddon, and they attacked both the scientific evidence and the scientists. Does that sound familiar? Sounds very familiar. Republican President Ronald Reagan signed that treaty, and now... And now the ozone layer has been saved. If we hadn't acted, most of the ozone layer would have been gone by 2050. This weekend also marks the 50th anniversary of Rachel Carson's landmark book, Silent Spring, exposing the deadly toxic impacts of the post-war world of dangerous pesticides. Back then, the powerful pesticide industry also warned of economic Armageddon, as heard in this 1962 CBS documentary. If men were to faithfully follow the teachings of Miss Carson... We would return to the dark ages, and the insects and diseases and vermin would once again inherit the earth. Oh my, once again inherit the earth. (laughs) Rachel Carson never survived to see the legacy of her work, like the creation of the EPA and pesticide regulations, and the saving of the American bald eagle from extinction. And the pesticide industry still vilifies Rachel Carson. Same phony complaints, different accent. For more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. It's still the same old story, a fight for love and glory, a case of do or die. The world will always welcome.